because yeah, GameStop is a fucking you know Walking Dead company. But like, I think that when the world opens back up, American Airlines and AMC are gonna be fine. Like, <clears throat> AMC's gonna AMC's gonna definitely take a hit, but they just need fucking money to cover their mortgages and shit while they're closed down. And American mm-hmm. Airlines is gonna be fucking doing gangbusters as soon as you're allowed to travel again. Like, so the fact that you can't even fucking buy American Airlines stock is just ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it's fucked. It's crazy how they're fucking changing the rules like midway, just like like totally insane. And because and, and, the thing is, you know, they've always done this, but it's like you know, it's always been a fucking secret. And like now you have well, when they're forced to explain their positions, they sound like fucking idiots. And it's it's funny to me because a lot of the actual billionaires, like there was like this Indian, like um, I know which one you're talking guy. about. I, yeah, yeah, he was actually like sound and reasonable. Like he's definitely uh, a, he's a he, cl- an enemy of the people as a billionaire, but even he understands. <laughs> he's on Twitch right now with a like as we as we speak. He's on Twitch right now with AOC. That guy. Oh, that that's the guy that was with AOC. Okay, he, I saw her announcement on that. And, um, I, yeah, I saw this. He guy. was on with and or I don't know if it was Andrew Ross Sorkin. It might have been. You know that that he's like the guy that you're always seeing in the financial. Anytime you're seeing anything in financial, it's like him talking about it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, so like uh, he was like melting down about this. Everyone's been melting down about this. But yeah, the, uh, this um, I think he, I think his, I think it. His like uh, hedge fund is called Social Capital. They're like yeah, the yeah, woke. Yeah. Mm. They're they're like the woke hedge fund. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> oh, um, man. he's like, oh no, he's going to the front of the lot of the guillotine yeah, line. I, I, <laughs> I participate. I, I have I have my I have position in Game Stock. That is right, and I'm going to put all of the pro- proceeds to uh, the Barstool Sports uh, uh, small business fund. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're a fucking angel, man. Anyways, <laughs> the union busting protects small business fund. <laughs> okay, but anyways, uh. He was like talking. He was on CNBC, going like, "Dude, this is like what the fucking quant hedge funds have been doing." And I learned this on fucking billions too. Like, this is what they do. They like flood stocks I, I to give it billions. momentum. Yeah, pump yeah, and dump. That, yeah, well, That's all it is. yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. pump and dump. Yeah, and this is like what the fucking quants do, like all the time, like their computers. This is the, this is like what they do. This is all they. It's all <coughs> momentum trading. If we're trying and, to do it, if we're trying to do another movie review, um, I think uh, Wolf of Wall Street or, uh, would be a good one, or, or or The Big Short. You know, both of those are. <laughs> well, those are great. They they uh they they are on similar subjects, but they are wildly different movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love both of them, but I think I, I love um, Wolf of Wall Street just a little bit more. Because of all the depravity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street in a long time. I should watch it again soon. Dude, I'm so glad you said in a long time, because I was about to flip out. I'm like, dude, Alex, <laughs> you would love it! <laughs> I remember it being very long. <laughs> oh, it is. See, it is. Yeah. Every it's, it's, Martin it's, Scorsese movie is. It's three hours long, but I did not feel the length at all. Like, I probably could have watched, like, another two, two hours of Leo... Leo and Jonah Hill just fucking acting the fool. <laughs> like I just did not get sick of it at all. You when they're on the fucking when they're on the boat, <laughs> just fucking struggling out. Like, where are my there. drugs? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, not gonna die sober. sober. <laughs> Funny story about uh uh like that movie and Jonah Hill because of like that movie, Jonah Hill is like the most like he has the that most words. curse words out of any yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. 
I I I think it, I saw it on the curse the, the curse word. Yeah. He has like the most Oh yeah, the history of swearing. Yeah. The history no, of swear words did, on Netflix. Ben, didn't Ben give us that trivia question and like I, th- I think like most of us said like Samuel Jackson. Was that was that a thing? Cuz I'm pretty sure like No, that's some not, someone No, asked that was that from No, that was from like they asked you that on the show on the Netflix oh, okay. history of curse words. That's probably where you're thinking <laughs> of it. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Someone oh, well, have, maybe maybe not. Someone then, someone, must, someone must have told me about it then. But yeah, I would have I would have definitely thought it was Samuel Jackson, but Jonah Hill makes sense. Jonah Hill makes a lot of sense. It's because of that movie. Yeah. yeah. Also super Speak- bad. <laughs> it's it's not three hours, but fuck. Speaking of trivia, we are planning on doing a trivia show this Sunday. Hell yeah. Ooh. Joe, are you coming back to defend your uh, to defend your title? I need I, I need more I need more Dogecoin seed money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a tea break. So, like, or like, like a tolerance break, like, like oolong, black, green. Oh, I mean, or no, not that kind of tea. I just drank I, I some know. tea. <laughs> but like, um, you guys know what? Like, you guys, all right. So you guys know how like weed doesn't kill brain cells, but do you know what it does do your do to your brain? Uh, what does make, it do? Makes it awesome. <laughs> no, it doesn't kill brain cells. So okay. <laughs> I, I think I think it's a, I think it may affect your short term memory. Can we can we get a confirmation, Matthias? Do you know? Do you, okay, so do you know how it affects your short term memory, though? How's that? This is how it affects your short term memory. Basically, what happens is like THC gets stored in your fat, and do you know what the fattest part of the body is? My your, fat cock. Your brain. Your brain. <laughs> well, for um, Joe, for Joe, it's his fat cock. For everyone else, is it, it's our it's our brain. And, uh, so, so basically what happens is, is, uh, You've got uh, all the pots stuck in your fat head. No, yeah, yeah. All, all the THC gets, like, stored, like, in between your synapses. So, like, it's still, like, you know, the, like, the electricity still goes, like, between your synapses. It just goes slower. You're expecting me, to, you're expecting me to believe that there's electri- electricity in my head. You sound stupid oh right now. Um, the, so the synapses are like sending these signals, and they're being slowed down by weed particles that are just lo- loitering and probably like asking that if they want to like smoke or something. Basically, like, yeah. No, that is. That, you're, you're saying it's funny, but that is like what happens. And if you just stop smoking for like, it, t- it took me like 21 days or so to get it all out of my system. If you just stop smoking for like 21 days, it just clears your synapses. Are then you, are you your brain smoking? is literally, your brain is literally the same as it was if you never smoked before. My, I don't my, know about that. Some that idiot here is bit. saying that there's electricity in my brain. What a fucking idiot. What's a synapse? Okay, wait. So, so what you're saying is you're not smoking. <laughs> I might stop smoking for like a month. Oh, wait. So uh, have you stopped smoking or are you going no. to? Oh. I might stop uh, smoking. Also, a like synapsis a is... Synapsis is like a brief summary of something, and that just sounds stupid. 
Synopsis, I, not synapses. No, I know. Okay. Uh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Are, are we ready? Let's start. I mean, we, not? We, we've 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 started. Oh, I mean, I'm usually I, I, like I, I need like an intro to like. Uh... Yeah, you're not gonna intro us, Ben. <laughs> he needs an intro to get off. Ben. <laughs> yeah, where's where's the foreplay, Ben? All right, fine, fine. Hey, everyone, uh, welcome to State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. Uh, it's me, Benjamin, uh, and this week we've got uh, Alex and Matthias and Joe. What's up? Uh, Otherwise uh, known as the Big Fat Cock Boys. Oh my God. <laughs> we're off to a great start. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. We are five seconds in. <laughs> Today is Thursday, January 28th, and thanks for joining us this week. Uh, so, Joe, you've, uh, you've thrown some money in, I understand. Oh yeah, from the for for in case you you know have been living under a rock, uh, GameStop stock is through the roof. Was it like uh, three hundred right now or something? Because um, a bunch of redditors get got together on Wall Street bets and decided to um, bet shit post <laughs> shit post these like in, these hedge funds to death. <laughs> yeah, and basically, um, so just a brief like this is how I've come to understand shorting in like the past like twenty four hours because I was taught it once when watching The Big Short, and then I immediately purged all the information from my brain. So now I had to relearn it. <laughs> Mar- Margot Ro- Margot Robbie told me how. It works and i completely yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> um, so so essentially um is that the um, melvin capital they um got a bunch of stock from uh for gamestop that they did not own uh and basically shorted it which means that if the stock go goes down they make a profit they get to um sell the stock back and keep the difference to the broker and keep the difference but if it goes up, they have to buy the stock back, sell to the broker, and pay that difference. Um, so a bunch of redditors just shit posted <laughs> and decided to just buy, 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 and dr- drove the price up tremendously. I, th- I think GameStop was trading around like five dollars a share. Um, it topped out at four hundred earlier in the week. Um, I know some personal people. Four hundred and sixty-nine dollars. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So I, like, I've I've known people who have already cashed out and like made between like seven. $700 and my one friend made like $10,000 but she she's she's, she's she's like always like she she was fucking on that shit um Ugh, so uh, but but there are some people who are just uh holding on to the stock which surprises um, me i was one of those people who would close yeah but i would have you know if i would have got in i would have closed out too alex these I, yeah. people, <laughs> no this is important though these people are like doing this to stick it to the hedge funds. And that's why they're staying in. Mm, they're staying I, in because they're like, fuck this. Like, mm-hmm. fuck these people. We're, because they lost a billion dollars, but these people can make a billion dollars in like two months or less than that even. You know what yeah. I mean? So well, it's I've, like... Well, at least one of them that I've heard... I don't know if it was Melvin or not, but at least one of them I heard lost like $3 billion. Right, yeah, $3 billion. It, right? was, Mel- it was Melvin. Yeah, yeah it was lost Melvin. Billion. But, like, they could theoretically just wait for GameStop 
our game uh, stop stock to go back down where it was and then short it again. But no, they're not gonna like the people like these Reddit uh, uh, retail investors are like no <laughs> we're gonna go the long way and we're gonna like prop up these companies artificially with like our stocks even though like fundamentally like there's not really like a great like in the long term it's not really great for gamestop like well you know, joe joe was saying before it's like a walking corpse yeah if, if anyone's been in a gamestop recently i think i was there maybe it's like six months ago when i like when i bought my xbox and that <laughs> That bitch is empty. It's it's always empty, you know. And they're they're constantly trying to sell you magazines because that's like the only way they can freaking make money. And because like, um, unlike a lot of other companies, um, that you know go through like a, a go through a change, they've just they haven't evolved at all. They're like blockbuster, <laughs> essentially. So, um, like now that this is now that this is happening, um, it's not just happening with GameStop. It's happening with uh, AMC. Um, so. Uh, uh, the stocks that were restricted were GameStop, uh, AMC, uh, Nokia, uh, BlackBerry, um, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, I want to say, um, and American Airlines, <clears throat> uh, which that that was that the restricting Robinhood restricting the trading uh, on these uh, on these apps just to sort of um, save Melvin Capital money. Um which it would would have been a shitty move, you know, just if they if they were just a neutral party. But you know, then you know, Twitter, you know, does some digging and finds out the Citadel actually owns both Robinhood and uh, Stake and Melvin Capital. So they're personally benefiting from in, from freezing trading. And not only are they freezing trading, they are forcing lots of users to unload their shares. There's just um, people are logging into their accounts. And they're finding out that their shares have been sold at like hundreds of dollars below the peak um, unilaterally and just like, OK, well, we sold, you know, we sold your stock just to, you know, decrease volatility. Um, one of my friends Is that legal. <laughs> We're about to find out. <laughs> There's a class action like lawsuit uh, coming up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're they're, be, they're being sued in New York and Chicago. It it took all of like four oh, yeah. hours for for that lawsuit to get filed. Dude, they're about, <laughs> so, lawyers are probably like fighting each other for like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I imagine yeah. that this could lead to either some kind of strengthening of like uh you know um regulation on trying to do no, shorts this, no or that it will hold on that this will lead to uh the market making sure that this loophole can never be exploited again and then changing absolutely nothing guess which one no, I this is what's gonna happen. happen they're not gonna like yeah. regulate these fucking hedge fund wall street motherfuckers what they're gonna do is they're gonna regulate retail investing like just regular people going on td ameritrade robin hood which by the way is owned by the same people who own melvin capital just very fucking weird in coincidence like this is like st- this is like, <laughs> yeah. like come the fuck on these citadel and they, they have the fucking ominous like super villain name yeah. citadel blackrock <laughs> capital blackrock capital made like 1.3 billion dollars yeah. off this off the uh, off the short yeah squeeze. yeah like just like i i, I want to believe that go ahead go i was on, just gonna go. say like it's it 
yes, it's funny to like that these Melvin Capital folks are, you know, like crying and we like really pissed off like the folks at CNBC. But there are smart like motherfuckers on Wall Street that are like playing both sides of this and they're also making money. So we just got to like focus on that, too. It's like just because like we did something kind of good this time does not mean the stock market is good now. We took it back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that <clears throat> I think there's been a lot of, um, you know, people who are using this as some sort of like revolutionary action, which to me, if if you're if you're doing this to just get rich quick because you're still waiting on your fucking two thousand dollars, then please do that. I'm trying to do that. But um, ultimately, the stock market um, should either. I'm not sure if, whether it should not exist or just be like a publicly owned commodity with worker with worker owned companies but um the privatization of capital is clearly what's driving clearly what's driving all of this and um like what alex said they're just gonna they're gonna start regulating retail investors i could see something coming out of this like them starting to set like um sort of minimum uh levels of money that you have to have in your account to even do transactions like i could see something like that coming just to lock out poor people because they already do that um <clears throat> with certain types of trading already and i could just see them just expanding that towards like oh well you know you don't have uh, an account with 10 grand in it 20 grand in it well yeah. you know you're not going to be able to do this like there's there's so many different ways that they could they could manipulate this, you know, because they because they got caught this time, and you know, I could see with GameStop, um, lots of people have already made a shit ton of money. Lots of people are still holding on, but um, the reason they closed the that it wasn't just Robinhood. Robinhood, I think, was the only um applicate um brokerage that was forcing people to unload their shares and just selling them off at below peak price and then just you know sending them uh, sending them a check for it. Well, people were using <laughs> TD Ameritrade too, right? Yeah, um, people were, um, so I use, I use cash app, um, but on all of these apps, the, um, shares were restricted where Mm. they're restricted to where either you couldn't trade at all or, um, you couldn't, you could, you could only sell, which of course would drive down the price, uh, in their favor. Um, and we saw that they were, they was frozen on, I want to say stash and, uh, Weeble and uh, Robin hood and, um, Ameritrade, um, I think E-Trade still had them, but you, you basically like can't buy GameStop stock mm-hmm. pretty much anywhere now. At least not in America. I think you you can still you can still buy them in other if you're living if you're living in other countries. Um, How is this? Um, I mean, this seems like that would be really fucking over GameStop in a way that. I said the same thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the owners of the owners of GameStop and AMC, like they, it's a pandemic. They could definitely use that money, right? Yeah. <laughs> like why? Why is this their? Why do they get like you know? Uh, you're not allowed to make money now. Like, <laughs> um, and the biggest thing, like I said that because games, like GameStop, is you know. Um, I don't think it's going to last just because of the product they offer, but I think that AMC and American Airlines, I think that, yeah. you know, they definitely, because uh, AMC has um, had a bad three years because they spent so much time in the red trying to upgrade their entire infrastructure. You know, they were trying to get their AMC, like, um, um, rewards program, like, off the ground, where it's basically, like, where you can, like, pay a flat rate and, like, watch so many movies. Like, yeah, yeah. that was in the red for years, but they finally turned a profit in like I want to say late 2019, early 2020, and that's when you know the um, 
the uh, world shut down. They were also spending like so much money upgrading their up- upgrading their theaters, which is why I don't I don't like I don't see why why if you if you see AMC as like a good investment and you believe in these markets, why should you not be allowed to do that? And you have people these people on CNBC. Oh, you're really gonna say say that the stock the stock cost that much? Like what do you know? You people crash the economy like every few years. What <laughs> what do you know about anything? <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing is is that like. Sorry, but the stock costs exactly as much as people are willing to fucking pay for it. And that's exactly. the point. <laughs> like so if yes, they want to blow they, that much. Yeah, if they want to blow their money and, and it, um a lot of the CNBC comment CNBC commentary um which by the way, I've watched more CNBC in the past 24 hours than I have and pr- definitely my it's entire It's been life. it's been rather <laughs> like, through Twitter. I, every time there's like a CNBC <laughs> clip on Twitter, I'm just like I inject it straight into my veins. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it it also becomes down. Every single one of the arguments often becomes down to uh, the poor's are stupid and don't know how this works. Why would they do this? This one guy was on CNBC was or CNBC was like, uh, I think it's awful that these people are uh, just like sitting uh, at home with their government checks, uh, you know, coming after wealthy people. <laughs> I was. Just, Wow. Oh <laughs> I would love to hear about a Cadillac involved yeah. in this. Just like this cherry on top. To to go back to what Joe was saying earlier, like I yeah, I mean they're definitely going to be placing some kind of like restrictions or limitations on retail investing cuz I I remember when the Robinhood app first launched and I was like getting advertisements for it. I was thinking if this was if this was a real like actually effective tool for like normal people to get wealthy, it, it would exist. be illegal. Yeah, it, it would be illegal. It would be illegal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you you would be thrown in jail for even having it on your phone. <laughs> people would be selling um freaking phones with bootleg Robin Hood apps like the fucking um what was that the Flappy Bird <laughs> back in the yeah, day like yeah, yeah, like yeah. Robin Hood app would be fucking illegal as fuck. <laughs> yep, and like you know people. Like, this is this is kind of like the same thing, kind of like what happened with, like, the housing crisis, too, you know? Just, it, it this mm-hmm. says, like, this kills people. This fucking shit. Um, on, on the subject of the housing crisis, um, the, uh, one of the guys who made money off of it, uh, featured in the big short, Michael Burry, said in a now-deleted tweet Tuesday... That trading GameStop is, quote, unnatural, insane, and dangerous, unquote, and that there should be, quote, legal and regulatory repercussions, unquote. (laughs) Trading in in GameStop leads to worshiping the devil and smoking marijuana and the gay. (laughs) I, I wonder if he feels that that should be retroactively applied, too. (laughs) <laughs> if you if you in fact in fact if you've ever been in a GameStop, please report to the local police station you're under arrest <laughs> on okay on on a similar note i actually i have uh this opinion piece that was published in uh it was published in forbes today uh by some guy named john tamney never heard of him uh Wait, tamney but the, or- the headline reads tamney t-a-m-n-y oh so the, the headline reads, ignore the populist GameStop hype. Short sellers are heroes. 
What? <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing home. I'm picturing Homelander from the boys. <laughs> you guys are the real heroes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, back back around 2007, investor John Paulson began to feel skeptical about the viability of more of mortgage securities. Though demand for them was much greater than supply, Paulson sensed that lending standards had plummeted so far that loan delinquencies were set to surge. The third-rate hedge fund manager uh, proceeded to very inexpensively purchase insurance on mortgages. He was able to because the the consensus in the marketplace was that he was very wrong. As readers know, Paulson was subsequently vindicated in 2008. Funny about the billions he made on his bet was that all too many looked askance at his remarkable gains. Uh, Paulson was said to be profiting from the from the pain experienced by borrowers and lenders. In truth, Paulson was a hero. His major investment gains sent a crucial signal that lenders should shrink their exposure to home loans. Realistically, billions were, were diverted from a form of lending that at the time was no longer viable. Translated, Paulson's billions helped avert what would have been a much bigger economic crash if the faulty lending had continued. I really like that this guy, like shorting shorting these fucking mortgages, this is what this is what sent the signal to lenders, not like, you know, the economy shitting its insides out. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like being like, well, you know what? Um, uh, after, like, the crash has already fucking happened. <laughs> it's, like, they know that it's not going to be able to keep, that they can't keep fucking doing it. He's not the right. one that told them that. It's it's basically it's basically the SpongeBob meme when they're in the burning in the burning city. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. No, they, <laughs> everything's they, fucking on fire already. They think that the market is like an alcoholic. That it's like he sat them down. He's like, you can't keep doing this. They're like, damn, I really fucked up. Versus, uh, you know, like uh, getting in a drunk driving accident and killing three people or something. Right. Uh, so to, to go on, uh, Paulson's story is a useful way to approach all the overdone excitement about GameStop. Without presuming to know the intimate details of the gaming retailer, all the talk that, it, that its soaring uh, share price is happy evidence of the small investors striking back against big bad hedge funds who were short the company's shares is patently absurd. For one, it's not very reasonable to, su to suggest, as some do, that a collection of investors inspired by Reddit could routinely move markets, thus putting those allegedly awful hedge funds out of business. Uh, for those who think otherwise, they might attempt to make it their investing strategy to join the Reddit herd in the future. That's the case because the stock market is a lot more complicated than simple supply demand and huge demand surges resulting in soaring shares. The reason for this is that a company's valuation is, as expressed through shares isn't solely a, con solely a consequence of share scarcity as much as, it, as it's a speculation in the marketplace about all the dollars said company will earn over its lifetime. In other words, every public company would aggressively limit outstanding share count if it were the path to a tripling of its value. It's not. Back to GameStop. 
The alleged revenge that small investors are enjoying over hedge funds is rooted in a misunderstanding about short sellers. In this case, it's said that a few hedge funds were short GameStop shares. The shares, uh, the shares have surged, as everyone knows, which means a few hedge funds are said to be collapsed. The populists are cheering. Those awful traders will learn to never short again. Let's wipe out a few more of these producers of misery. Actually, if, it, if it's true that a few hedge funds were wiped out by GameStop surge, it's a reminder of how heroic hedge funds are in the first place. Wait, wait, pause. What? I, I can't even follow this person's <laughs> how, logic at all. Yeah, I mean, whoa, yeah, man. Like, you just, you, you, okay. you, cited, you cited all support of the opposite conclusion, and then you came to the opposite conclusion. Like, I don't see how hedge fund, like, how to hedge fund, not even the, like, kids of parents who work at hedge funds think their parents are heroes. I bet a lot of their kids <laughs> fucking hate them. Okay? No one thinks they're heroes. Except this fucking cuck right here. Cuck yeah. for the rich. Okay, well, like, Wait, like, like I was saying, gross. it's a reminder... Go ahead. Go on, go on, go on. Okay. It's it's a reminder of how heroic hedge funds are in the first place. It's a reminder that if they didn't exist, we would have to invent them. Think about it. There is arguably no riskier there is arguably no riskier market move than to short a public company's shares. In doing so, a public company a public company skeptic borrows shares in the marketplace, pays for the right to borrow the shares, then sells them. The investment or bet in being short is that the investor who is short will be able to re-enter the market, purchase the shares previously sold short, only at a much lower price. The profit is in the difference between the proceeds taken in when selling the borrowed shares versus the cost of buying back the shares borrowed. It's a great trade, if it works. <laughs> it seemingly didn't for some institutional investors who were short GameStop. Uh, shares that were trading around $4 six months ago are now commanding somewhere north of $300. It's a reminder of how incredibly risky it is to be short any public company. While your trade can make you money if you're correct that the shares are due, to fall, are, are due for a fall, the simple truth is that the downside to your short position is endless. See GameStop price once again to understand this. Okay, I, d I doubt he actually explains how the shorting does deplete like the value of the stock let me try and explain i'm like an idiot uh but i'm gonna oh, try and explain God. it the best way i can so like when you're borrowing for when you're option. when you're when you're gonna start the short and you're borrowing from the broker that you're gonna sell immediately to somebody else right like you're you're uh what you're doing is you're depending on uh uh that stock price going down that way you can rebuy that stock and then pay that uh, broker back, all right, at, at the lower price, and then you get to keep the money that you uh, made from the first from the sale after you borrowed the stock. So, Isn't yeah, that, that is yeah, that's yeah, that's how shorting works. You theoretically, there can be more like stocks borrowed from brokers than there are actual like stocks in the company. That's what happened with GameStop. Yeah, Game exactly. Was, I think like a hundred. It was a hundred and thirty. And that's of shares. how it makes the price super. Like how? That's what makes the price like super, super, like low and shit. Like because because it's that, like because it's rules. like you have fucking uh people like 
it's ar- it's artificial, artificial supply, supply exactly you know? so it's yeah, like yeah. so um, it's so so it's super fucking low of course it is because there's like all this artificial supply out there and that's why shorting is like yeah. so ridiculous and evil because it's like an even more like fake way of making money <laughs> Well, well, the the thing is, there's two different types of shorts. There's like regular shorting, and then there's naked shorting. Because shorting is where they borrow the uh, stock and then sell it, and then try and recoup the difference. Naked shorting is where they don't borrow or own the stock. Which I'm still unsure how you are even able to barter in something that you neither borrow nor own. But apparently it is common practice, <laughs> at least uh, in GameStop's, um, in GameStop's um, situation. Uh, and that, that's why when they say when you, sh- what are you shortest, when you are just investing, you're, you, you can only really lose the, the money that you put in. But if you are shorting a stock, your losses could be infinite, depending on how high the stock, how high the stock goes. And what we're seeing now is that um, Melvin Capital um, was valued at $13 billion, lost $3 billion in like a day and a half um, from GameStop buyers buying and holding, buying and holding, buying and buying and holding, um, which just shows to show you why you shouldn't fucking short stock and try and drive <laughs> drive a company's, um, you know, stock price into the ground. And like all these all these CNBC analysts talking about, you know, why um you know, why would you invest in GameStop? Like, GameStop's a bad business model, but that's your money to decide what you want to do. And maybe you want to invest because you want to save GameStop. Maybe you're investing out of spite to fuck over Melvin Capital. <laughs> you know, why does that matter? <laughs> it's it's your money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the free market, right? Right. Yeah, it's, it's right. the free market until, <laughs> until uh, the fucking rich people start losing money. Then it's like, oh, we got to stop this. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. The Senate so held hearings today. I. Uh, on, on this. On, on this. What? The Senate held hearings uh, today. Yeah. On this. Oh. Oh. Can, can we? Can we talk about a senator right now? Can, can, we, can, we, can we talk about? Uh, well, we'll 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 get to that. I, I want to finish reading the article though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Serves them right. Some will say, short selling is a seedy act whereby big investors attack an innocent company and drive its shares down to nothing. Maybe GameStop will serve as a lesson so that this vindictive form of trading ceases to exist. Let's hope not. To see why, please reread the last few paragraphs. A short seller borrows shares, sells them, and pockets the proceeds on the assumption that repurchase of shorted shares will come at a cost that is less than the proceeds gained from the sale. Stop and think about this for a second. Maybe a few. Short sellers are, by definition, buyers. In order for them to take profits on their speculation, they must re-enter the market and buy back the shares they previously sold. Short sellers don't drive down markets in in vicious fashion as much as their presence as size sellers is a happy sign of of growing buying power and size. Again, buying... Buying is an essential part yeah, okay, of any so short Okay, so again, like, what this guy is doing is trying to fucking make it so it's like, don't look at, like, the broad way that this is used. Just look at the one fucking transaction. Yeah, yeah, look at the mechanism and the purpose of it and not how it's actually used in the real world every day, you know, every second of every day. And uh, also, 
lost in all of this is like GameStop employs you know around fifty thousand people, like in in America, which he doesn't make him any mention of uh, of them in the article because they're gonna lose their fucking jobs because people <laughs> like Melvin Capital are are speeding up their end now. You know if no, I think GameStop would survive. It would definitely limp along. Um, with and you know, may, you know, probably go out of business. But these companies are speeding up the demise of so many different companies right now. Um, you know, GameStop just GameStop is one of them, but they're trying to you know they're trying to destroy AMC too. Um, <laughs> which you know, I just it, it's it's really out it's really outstanding to me that you know, all of a sudden we're you're trying to protect the small time investor. When has that ever been the fucking goal of CNBC or Melvin Capital or or, <laughs> or BlackRock? You know, when has that ever ever uh, entered into okay, their fucking minds? So or Robin Hood? I, no. I have I have a take here. I I think that this is really obvious trolling. I don't think that this person actually believes this. It is like if I were to take it seriously, this would have to be written by Ayn Rand because the entire argument <laughs> is they're heroic because they're doing something that is risky. Um, and the fact that they just failed should remind us that they are essentially, you know, and this is Randian, right? They are in engaging in a Christ-like self-sacrifice by putting themselves in this position. That's uh, an amazing science. point. See, Matthias, right. I, I thought I thought this I thought the same thing, but it's in Forbes. So yeah, I thought I mean, it, but, but, <laughs> but these that, that's articles why I attract it was, uh, clicks, uh, and that's you know, I mean, that's their end goal, mm. right? Is just traffic. So I think yeah. that they can afford to throw out like a crank article like that, uh, you know, the Dr. Jill Biden one. You know, it's like I, I think that they oh, do yeah. put the, <laughs> this shit out there. It's like, OK, well, now we're going to get buzz around, you know, this article. Wonderful. Yeah, but, yeah we're, we're getting a lot of clicks because everyone is fucking hate reading our articles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, I, I, am, I am reading it for our listeners so that they don't have to click on it. Yeah. Oh, thank Do you, Ben. Oh, so, so, you socialize, <laughs> socialize the yellow journalism. <laughs> uh, Do you guys want, to, uh, want me to finish to reading the last couple end. paragraphs? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go on. Go on. Okay. G give it to me. Uh, after which time, after which it's time for everyone to get real. Uh, prices are the oh, way that yeah. market economies. Prices are the way are the way that market economies organize themselves. It's through prices arrived at freely that retailers know which items to stock and which ones to not. <laughs> Plus, it's through share prices that those with precious capital to allocate know where investment is needed, where it isn't, where it will be wasted, and where it will be rewarded. Without honest prices in the marketplace, the economy and stock market would plummet. Please keep this in mind as, pundit, as pundits make their silly arguments about GameStop's price action signaling as a, as a shift of power away from hedge funds and back to the little guy. Which, that's true. Uh, such, such a view isn't true. Uh, plus, it ignores the heroics of short sellers. They're, in truth, price givers. And the economy couldn't function without, without price them. givers. Um, okay, yeah. so, the, but this person can't actually believe any of this shit because, again, if you actually believed this, you would know that the price is whatever people are paying for it. So there's no such thing as an artificial price, see, really. See, I, I, I think that it's a, a combination of both the trolling for clicks and also. 
It's, it's like you just get the most provocative fucking person that you know to spew their bullshit. Um, and I think I think this person is being the only reason I think this person is being like um, genuine is because I saw very similar arguments made from a lot of the CNBC hosts like um, the one on CNBC earlier was um, I forget the, the anchor's name, but he was um, uh, debating with um, the CEO of Social Capital, um, I believe uh, Shamath Pali Hapatia. Uh, I, I butchered that name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. But you you made some good arguments on CNBC against that against that guy because the host was basically you know just um, making very very similar very similar arguments and the weirdly enough the billionaire freaking you know he still gets the guillotine but he was actually been um, challenging the CNBC like um, sort of hive mind. Where you know the hedge funds are the heroes; they're the ones that bring you know they're they're betting it makes for a fruitful, more you know, more profitable market. Um, and uh, the the unsaid thing was fuck GameStop. We want to get rich, which I think that's the feeling of even people who are buying GameStop stock are saying also fuck GameStop. I just want to get rich. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I haven't been inside of a GameStop since I was in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Both 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 the buyers and the sellers are like, I don't give a shit about GameStop, man. <laughs> I really do not. I don't know anybody who has like a um you know a uh, emotional connection to uh, to GameStop. Um, but I, the, the, the thing that makes me, um, that I hope keeps happening is that, so I was, um, according to this article I was reading, I, uh, I forget which one it was, but there were $70 billion lost on shorts across the, um, the, across wall street this week. Just like when you combine, like when you just look at all the stocks that are being shorted and you put them all together, it was around $70 billion lost. So for people who think that like, you know, social media, you know, communication, organizing, you know, doesn't do anything. It's like, you know, you could at least deprive some very awful people of $70 billion, which is yeah. nothing I to mean, they, they deserve, they fucking deserve like getting their money taken from them. Beth Lynch had this really great, uh, great tweet. Um, no, for real. The stock market sorts to record highs as 400,000 people died. And 50 million people filed for uh, unemployment. And billionaires became $1 trillion richer. They've became... Like, during this whole pandemic shit, there's been a giant transfer of wealth to uh, these fucking oligarchs Mm -hmm. from, like, us, the working class. And you want to know what? Like, the moment... There was any kind of wealth distribution from them to us. They fucking were like, hold the fuck up. This isn't happening. Robin Hood, shut it down. We own you. Yep. And uh, also it was it was Reuters that reported the um the seventy billion dollars in losses um across shorted stocks. Um And what's that uh, to a trillion? We're we're, we're 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 recording this on uh January twenty eighth, so it, it might be even worse by the time you guys hear this. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, uh, even better. You rather? I mean, yeah. I I don't mean. Well, I do. I will be the very negative person here. Although I have to say, I do. That's why we keep you around. 
I do love scams. Keep scamming. I thought you said this was going to be negative, Matthias. There's nothing morally wrong with scamming rich people. It's the truth. It's, it's the truth. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that's 100% correct. That being said, it's also not revolutionary action to scam people through the stock market because no. the stock market is literally the engine of this thing. So we're we're not we're no not one going should to have sh- any illusions about what's happening here because I think that any possibility that this will have to shake things up because I think that if literally nothing was done in terms of uh you know regulating to prevent anyone from doing anything like this again um I think that you could really disrupt things in in a you know like a mass movement kind of way potentially, yeah, uh, but, but but I think that this you know this uh, loophole will be closed very quickly. Yeah, but and also you know the, these people um, uh, who are they pretend to be worried about the little guy you know getting caught up when the bubble burst, which you know it will you know eventually, um, but. The little guy is not putting up $50,000 like one of those fucking Redditors did. Like, these these are already, like, um, somewhat affluential people that are taking it to, you know, billion-dollar, you know, people who are making billions of dollars. And then you have lots of working-class people that are putting in, you know, 300 here, 500 here, you know, if you're... If you're like upper, if you're upper middle class, you know, maybe a thousand, but these people are not going to sustain the type of losses that uh, Melvin Capital did because they didn't short the stock. <laughs> so you, know, you, you purport to be worried about the little guy. This, you know, these people, um, any, anyone who puts their life savings, also anyone who puts their life savings in a GameStop, I mean, you, you sort of have it coming. <laughs> um, I mean, I have to say also, Ben and I were talking about this, uh, earlier is that um one of the really uh insidious things about the way that this system um reproduces itself and it's and you know like uh reinforces its power um through active participation of people is you know we don't have public pensions we have private 401ks so you know if you are Someone who do- oh god oh, no. fucking Matthias, damn you're it. Ugh, son of a fucking bitch. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah, we heard you say we don't have public pensions anymore. We have fucking uh, son of a bitch. Private four hundred one k's. Um. Okay. So, because people's retirement plans are tied to the stock market, they lose if the stock market loses, but they do not win if the stock market wins bigger you know um Mm -hmm. and so they are put in a position where they are essentially coerced into having a stake in this machine running smoothly yeah which you know that's that's just really they they want everything privatized you know because every single because pensions used to be just a um a, a very common thing, but now nobody fucking gets pensions. Everyone has fucking four hundred one k's now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, fucking hospitals um, always been fucking privatized, but definitely more privatized now than even in, in even in the past. With the amount of like um, the amount the, the amount that the health insurance industry has just fucking grown. You have schools. Schools used to be you know public institutions. Now you have charter yeah. schools coming in, privatizing fucking everything. It's just you know that's they're extending their 
little, you know, fucking grubby mitts into every facet of American society. So you, you had to expect there's going to be some sort of um, movement to, you know, combat this. Because, you know, what are you going to do? Especially, dur- like, all of this against the backset of a pandemic, mind you. Like, yeah, we're still in the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic is not the, the A news story of the day. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, you know, how these motherfuckers are, even though people like Bezos and Musk have gotten, have doubled their wealth, if not more, since March of last year, you still have these um, hedge fund managers that they still need more money. And there's, there's no, there's no upper limits. So, you know, the real short squeeze is just the fucking middle class. Like, you know, there's no stimulus, you know, or there, there was, there was two grand um, promise. Then it, it came down to 1400 because, Hey, we're going to add the, the money from before you got elected to the money after you got elected. Uh, so, and then it's not coming till April. And then we're not going to, um, the new democratic bill was that we're not going to, they're going to raise the, the minimum wage to $15 in five years. So people right now, they're trying to get their money anyway you know, any way possible, which, you know, this is a good time to plug, uh, Parasite by Bong Joon-ho, which it's great that that fucking movie came out in theaters right before the pandemic. I think we saw it in January yeah. uh, of last year, I think. It's a movie that about scamming rich people. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it, that, movie, that movie really prepared us for, for, for the years to come, I want to say. It was the it was one of the perfect movies to go out on uh, before, before the world shut down, because <laughs> we're, we're going to need a lot of them skills. <laughs> we've all been turned into the man in the basement. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Alex, you said that uh, there were Senate hearings happening. Yeah, before? they like literally were like, "Hey, we gotta check this shit out. This is crazy, yo. <laughs> yo, this is fucked up, man. We gotta do something about this, dude." <laughs> uh, did, did, did you guys see? Um, so uh, uh, AOC came out and you know demanded that uh, Robin, you know the Robin Hood CEO and their team, you know, be investigated for shutting down trading and and all the restrictions or whatever. Ted Cruz, um, Ted Cruz subtweeted this was her, not subtweeted, okay. quote tweeted, and <laughs> or quote or quote tweeted. Sorry, um, <laughs> quote 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 tweeted her. Let me let me go ahead and pull this up because I want. He, I wanna he said, "I agree." Yeah, you know, yeah. Ted Cruz said, "I agree," but I wanted to pull up what it was she basically said like AOC response. calling for like Robin Hood to be investigated, like they could, shouldn't be able to do this. Wasn't she just saying that he uh, almost exactly? Got that was her response. Yeah, that's the, yeah. yeah, that's the. Oh, has some... Like Ted Cruz tried to be like, "Yeah, I agree," uh, and then she was like, "You shut the fuck up! You almost got me killed, motherfucker!" Like, fuck you. Sorry, I did. I like do like a you spoiler, did kind of spoil it, spoiler. but it's okay. It's fine. Uh, do you want me to read the like tweet at Ted Cruz? Oh nope, I found it. I found right. I found it. So Ted, so um, reset. So Ted Cruz said that um, you know, I agree. You know, quote tweeting. You know, uh, expressing Fully support agree. for um, investigating. Yeah, uh, you know, with um, with AOC on investigating Rhyming Hood. So AOC responds, I'm happy to work with Republicans on this issue where there's common ground, but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago, so you can sit this one out. Happy to work with almost any GOP that aren't trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if you want to help, you can resign. (laughs) Boom. I'm so glad. I'm so, like, some people are like, 
being like, oh, AFC is being so dramatic or like whatever. I'm just like, first of all, even if she, honestly, even if she's being fucking cynical, I think that's good. <laughs> like, I'm just like, finally, we have somebody yeah, doing this shit. Like, you almost got me killed. Also, everyone, uh, something that I just fucking hate, and you see it all over Twitter, especially in response to this, both from, like, the um, the, the Tulsi slash Jimmy Dore crowd, and also fucking conservatives, and also just a few liberals, too, is that, oh, boo-hoo, oh, you act like you really, like you, um, like, you know, you're always playing the victim, or um, you really, you're acting like they really get you killed, oh, come on. Those motherfuckers were in her her place of work with zip ties, fucking guns, fucking pipe bombs were found. Like they, lots of people came there to fucking to, to fucking um, murder her. And uh, one lots guy of who other was people. in there literally so, tweeted, "Assassinate AOC" while he was in there. <laughs> like what a yeah, fucking insane. And, yeah, and 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 now people are, and then you have um. Um, Feinstein, uh, I think it was Feinstein who said that, um, you know, she supports Ted Cruz speaking his truth on the floor. Oh <laughs> my god. I, 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 okay, I have but to. AOC, but AOC is like, no, this motherfucker, this motherfucker tried to kill us a few weeks ago. Am I the only one that remembered that? Guys, <laughs> did anyone else remember that when he tried to have us killed? <laughs> <laughs> I have always fucking hated that phrase, speak your truth. You know, like, my mom is a graphic designer, and she's done some work for the, um, for, like, the diversity department of a local university. Um, and, uh, God, it's it's such a stupid phrase, because, you know, Ted, Ted Cruz also has his truth. Dope! Go oh, on. Oh, you want to hear something funny? There was, uh... I love so, um, for like at the White House uh, press briefing today, uh, like a reporter asked the uh, press secretary, like uh, Janet Yellen accepted like over eight hundred thousand dollars in speaking fees from Citadel, the owner of Robinhood. And report the reporter asked, "Are uh, there any plans to recruit yourself uh, from advising the president Damn. on GameStop and Robin and the Robinhood situation?" Uh, yeah, you want to know what the, uh, press secretary said? Is it, how do you say it? Saki mm. is the P silent? I'm going to assume the P is silent. Saki says, no, she's an expert and deserves that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, though, I will say, like, I mean, not, I, I don't want to say too many bad things about Janet Yellen, because at least, like, uh, she's not like acting like a deficit hawk, and she's gonna let the money printer go burr. Like I'm very happy about that. Now we just need the political will to give that money to people instead of the banks and Wall Street. That's all. That's the only step we need left. Instead of the two steps of yeah. you know getting the treasury to fucking print the money and then asking to them to give it to us and not Wall Street. Now we only have one step. I think that's a good thing. I do think yeah. that it sucks ass that like um these people the people who control uh every aspect of this country pretty much uh they just like oh why why is it okay she's an expert because she's credentialed. That's why that's why it's good. We know? love people with credentials. It's, we love a long resume no matter what's on it. That's why we love our, our Supreme Court justices to be like, you know, these genius scholars of the fucking Constitution when 
Technically, they don't even. Have I have the lawyers. most important credential in this economy: podcaster, podcast host. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only credential you need, baby. The red badge of courage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got this in the posting wars of twenty eighteen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the the gamers have their thing with GameStop. Is there is there anything we, we, we can get podcasters on? Uh, any. You know, um, just widely, almost assuredly to fail financial, r- super risky financial ve- venture to make us rich quick. If you want to scam rich people, buy State of the Revolution stuff. Everybody short Palantir. Everybody short Palantir. I will take. I would, I would like to now take this opportunity. Um, please buy Dogecoin. Um, because uh, if you're a podcast uh, host uh, and you're listening to this right now, you need to do your part and short Patreon. Everybody, <laughs> okay. We're so we're shorting. We're shorting Palantir. We're shorting Patreon. We are definitely buying. Uh, we're gonna get that uh, that Dogecoin up to four cents. Okay, we're gonna get that Dogecoin up to four cents. So Papa needs his PS5. Okay, let's make it happen. Is it Dogecoin? Dodge? I, what I'm is, not. What, what is, I think it's Dogecoin, but whatever. Who cares? I, I was calling it. I was. I was calling it dog. Dog coin. <laughs> well, Doge. Doge is the meme, right? Yeah, so, so it's got to be Dogecoin. Coin. If it, if, <laughs> yeah. it's the people that do this okay. are. I, I just love that there's now literally a term coin of meme stocks and the president has to keep an eye on them yeah (laughs) (laughs) like the the press secretary the biden team is monitoring the gamestop situation (laughs) when when the press secretary said that i'm like wow we really do live in a simulation don't we mr president uh pepe coin is twice the pepe coin is now pepe coin is now the highest hottest commodity out we gotta do something <laughs> Mr. Pepe, someone is threatening to sell their uh, you know, fortune of uh 500,000 rare Pepes and they will crash the market. No, you know that there are like these like crazy like rare dot jpegs that people sell yeah, of Pepe. I was talking yeah. about the yeah. rare Pepes. That's like not a joke. I didn't that's know that, really. Yeah. Yeah, what? no, you, what? you like, it's, it's like you verify the, uh, the realness of it through like the code of the file that can't be changed. It's kind of cool in a way I have to say. It's cooler wow, than Bitcoin. Man. Like what? You, oh, oh, it's just a B with a dollar sign through it. By which I mean <laughs> the two slashes. <laughs> I never got, I never got to the, I never got into the Bitcoin game. Um, just because, but. Like no place, no place like fucking accepted Bitcoin. It's like why would I fucking traffic in it? Bro, but, like, invested but, in Ethereum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like now, like more and more places. Like I, I swear, I went to a few like um, restaurants in Ann Arbor where like they had like the payment options, like Visa, Discovery, Bitcoin. I'm like, who the fuck is paying with a latte with Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're they're reaching out to the Tesla crowd. No, yeah, it's all the it's all the exchange yeah. students with like BMWs. But, but, but yeah, but it, it, I was about to say, but uh, it absolutely makes sense that it was Ann Arbor. I'm like, I was like, this town is weird as fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I can just imagine like the cashier at <laughs> at the at the fucking coffee shop being like, okay, and that's going to be point zero 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 point three five nine bitcoin frappers and. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones we're doing. But like, I, but I feel like so many people like like that. There's always um a, like a phenomenon, and you know we just we just we just gotta figure out what the next like um get rich quick scheme is gonna be because I seem to always be three days late. You know, I think this is our first. <laughs> yeah, and it... you know, I think this is our first uh Biden administration pod. It is. This is it the is. First. Yeah. That's is, why uh, it's low energy in honor. This of is our first. <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah. been that low energy. <laughs> he drove that, that, that's why. That's that's why it's hard for me to form my, my um, correctly words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's been that low energy. I wouldn't go that far. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah, this is, this is our uh, this is our first recorded episode uh, since uh, Biden was in. Do we need to say anything about Biden? Is there anything we need to say about him right now? Uh, I don't uh, really. He's think so. fuck him. <laughs> he's done some okay stuff like he stopped the muslim ban he did some stuff with like uh climate change did some stuff with uh dakota access and keystone he re-entered yeah the Paris yeah the, the, the biggest thing that i that i will you know as much as i hate biden the biggest thing that i will give credit for is the um you know um not allowing the, the keystone xl pipeline because that yeah. Because that was that was something. Because when Biden was coming in, I was thinking this guy's going to be more to the right of both Obama and fucking well, well, and the the Keystone. And he he might st- he, he he will. I, I still think he will be. But that Keystone XL pipeline is, thing is something that Bi- yeah. Obama just had. He was completely more hands right off. Way. Like yeah, that, 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 he, he was he was looking at it like yeah that's um yeah that sucks uh protesters deserve to be safe cops deserve more to be right safe more right wing than Obama uh, hope change and then he, he he's done off. something that's more right wing than Obama he did the uh um he he's re- he recognized Juan Guaido as the uh the uh, <laughs> the legitimate ruler of Venezuela and. Th- Juan yeah, Guido. and this I I mean I'm not gonna say this is more right wing or less right wing than Obama. Probably the same. He's like starting a war with the teachers unions now. <laughs> like, no, fuck you. See, I didn't hear I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah. no, like that's that that's something that uh you know we got to keep an eye on is well we ha- well well we had to know that that was the the next battle because the the nurses like far as being actual movements for revolutionary change, the teachers unions and the nurses unions have been on the front lines through all of that. So we had to know that the teachers and the nurses were going to be some of the very first fucking people that, that the neoliberals decided to fucking Well, I mean, the reason why yeah. it's they're doing this now is because they really want to open schools back up. Because they want the kids in school so the parents can go to work. Like, that's what they want. Right. So... Yeah, and also, and also, all the you know, just distributors, you know, cafeteria food, right. fucking, fucking transportation, just the 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 all, all of our education has just become this huge. Um, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but too big to fail. Uh, economic industry where you know, you know, if if it means um, killing a couple hundred, you know, a couple hundred thousand of our kids to just get this school, you know, industry back on back you know back on let's do it yeah. let's do it and um which is just, just to complete just to com- like to, to give to, for the top bun of you know bare minimum adequacy in this shit sandwich like 
we started with some bare minimum adequacy. Then we then we started then we put some shit on top of that. Now to fill up the bun, I gotta give Biden some credit. Use Defense Production Act to uh, like you know make more shots, make more er, syringes, like these special syringes that we need for the vaccine. That way that we can like do more doses per vial. That's something that he's doing. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. And like I did, like of course it's, it it was Trump so like I just don't understand why Republican or Democrat why you wouldn't want to do that because even from like a super Republican fucking conservative angle like using the military to get the economy to get vaccines produced so your fucking donors can like can start exploiting people more like this is what we say like capitalism just like destroying itself because their own greed prevents them from making decisions that would really be in their you know greedy best interest long term <laughs> but they just don't want to fucking do it <laughs> they just they, they they're just completely completely opposed to uh anything that will, will benefit people on a on a mass scale um even if it also benefits them <laughs> well joe if uh if capitalists thought in 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 long term, uh, they wouldn't be cap from a long term yeah. perspective. <laughs> they wouldn't be capitalist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we probably wouldn't be facing down the barrel of climate catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just you know completely taken aback by um, the fact that it's taken us this long to use our massive military infrastructure to help to help the people. Like I'm still waiting on the fucking. National Guard, the or the engine, the military engineering corps to fucking fix the the Flint fucking pipes. They could have that shit done in, in a few months with as, with as much like military fucking might that we have. You know, we could have vaccines. You know, we could have stimuluses. We could have clean water. We could have fucking all that shit, all that shit. But we're right now we're we're fucking debating between two thousand and four fourteen hundred dollars right now. Well, everyone, welcome to Biden's America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see that Ted Cruz said, um, uh, like, you know, uh, to try to say, like, how crazy uh, Trump's impeachment was? He was like, uh, so I guess next year, I don't know, maybe it'll be the impeachment of Jimmy Carter or the impeachment of Bill Clinton or the impeachment of Barack Obama. Like I would, I would happily support all of those impeachments for those, various yeah. different reasons. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Impeach every president. Impeach every president. Can we impeach dead presidents? Yeah, yeah. Uh, burn an effigy of George dead. Washington. We, we, we're we're dead. They're dead. We can do whatever we want with them. It's not even a, it's not even a crime. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're the lawyer. <laughs> we need to make sure Ronald Reagan is banned from ever holding public office again. I don't know. I did, you know, I I didn't consult Westlaw before I dig up Reagan's corpse every um, Halloween just to make sure he's still dead. But um, I'm pretty sure it's legal. <laughs> Well, everyone, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Uh, uh, coincidentally, uh, the episode we have planned for next week is about video games, uh, which I think we we've been we've been talking about doing uh, for like a, at least a couple weeks now. So uh, interesting that this all happened <laughs> the week the week before we were planning our video game. Yeah, because we're gonna, I feel like we're gonna there's gonna be a lot more developments because. I don't think the market's going to be stable. <clears throat> the GameStop stock is not going to be stable. It's either going to, it's either going to, 
either the Redditors are going to win. It's going to shoot up to like fucking a thousand or some shit. Or the bubble's going to pop, like, you know, and the par- and the fun's going to be over um, within the next week. So, yeah. um, <laughs> either way, it's ca- chaos is fun. It's great, great, great content. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, any anytime, you know, there's like a major political crisis, like, one of my first thoughts is, oh, cool, more stuff for the podcast. Content machine go burr. <laughs> 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 well um like i said thanks for listening uh make sure to tune into our uh twitch stream this coming sunday uh the 31st at eight o'clock p.m i think we're going to be doing another another trivia game uh so get ready to uh, test your knowledge about shit against us the podcast and uh you can find us at twitch.tv slash state of the revolution uh thanks everyone uh we'll see you on sunday Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness to boredom overtook us. And he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces. Knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold it